Hi, I'm Kelsey Bach, and welcome back to season two of the Music Drives Us podcast. In this double feature, I had the pleasure of interviewing singer-songwriter Elisa Amador and the wonderful band Razor Braids. This first interview is with Elisa Amador, a duet partner I would certainly have again. Hi, I'm Kelsey, and I'm here with Elisa Amador, Hello. and we're just going to be talking some questions about music and music education today. Uh, I just wanted to start by saying, did you have music education in school growing up? Did you have access to that? I did, although it felt it never felt like it was enough. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I had 30 minutes twice a week. Mm. Doesn't feel like enough at yeah, all. Yeah, no, no. We always wish, you know, our our mission here at Music Drives Us is to bring it back and have it be a core part of the curriculum in all schools Absolutely. across New England and hopefully America. But yes, please. Yeah. Did you have any, like, influential teachers growing up that maybe you want to shout out or anything like that? Yes, I had a music teacher at the Cambridge Sport... I had a music te- <laughs> yes, I had a music teacher at the Cambridge Port School in oh, Cambridge nice. named Hans, who was so so passionate about teaching us mm-hmm. harmony, and that nice. was really so special as a third grader to be <laughs> learning. Is third grade? Yeah, that is advanced. I was barely I re- learning recorder in third grade. <laughs> yeah, we we did recorder, and we were not good at that. But <laughs> but harmonies, harmonies. You had music theory down. Yeah, like. somehow somehow Hans packed it in in those thirty minutes twice a week. Wow. So thank you, Hans. Thank thank you, Hans. Honestly, yeah. did you have like any moments growing up where it's like, yeah light bulb this music is in mm. I want to do this for the rest of my life yeah so I grew up in a musical family mm-hmm. so I was surrounded by Latin folk music awesome. that was also very influenced by jazz mm-hmm. and um, and my parents were touring full-time until I was in high school so wow. my childhood is just filled with memories from backstage all over America and um, hearing incredible live music so I I had this informal, really um, rich education Mm -hmm. in music that way, just by being in the vicinity (laughs) every day. Um, But there was a moment for me um, when I was a teenager where I was writing music and I was starting to play open mics and Mm -hmm. doing the whole thing, even though I had witnessed my parents struggle Mm -hmm. um, to make ends meet and to make a Mm -hmm. career, a full-time career in music sustainable Mm -hmm. and raise a family with it and um, and tour and everything. And so watching them struggle and still understanding that this was something I wanted to do. uh, So I entered a career in music without any any like doe-eyed optimism about Mm -hmm. it it really was knowing that this job is hard Mm -hmm. um but I just realized I would be lying to myself if I didn't do it so that's awesome incredibly worth it that's (laughs) awesome do you have like did you have like a memory when you're like your first memory of like doing music as a child like I know for me it was at that kid piano when I was four like I don't know if you have anything like that oh well for me it is uh I have an tw- identical twin brother. Oh, that's awesome. And I, one of my earliest memories is being in the bathtub. <laughs> singing, <laughs> I got it. Singing three-bar harmony with our mother. Before third grade. You you, were, you got to third grade and he, Hans was teaching you harmonies and you're like, know, Hans, like, okay, I, got I got this. this. I got this. Donna, <laughs> no, peace, patem, patem. Oh, I know that <laughs> you know, one. I am very familiar from my choral like class. four-year-old so probably like two octaves higher. Oh yeah, <laughs> covered you, you in had bubbles. that falsetto going, and yeah. you knew from 
oh, Dona Nobis, you just <laughs> brought me a, She had us do the whole thing, like three-part harmony, and then there's different parts, yeah. right? It splits off. It's like, da 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 da, da. <laughs> Yes, I know what you're talking. And then you had to make it into a round. And then, yes, a round. Oh, my God. I am. You just brought so, me back. Okay, yeah, earliest musical memory. That's amazing. <laughs> well, do you have any advice for like kids mm. who maybe don't have access to that music education or like growing up, how you had access to your parents and stuff like yeah. that? Do you have any advice for them? <sighs> okay, I have several thoughts. Mm-hmm. One is um, music is so important, mm-hmm. however you interact with it. Mm-hmm. And regardless of how good you might think you are or doubt that you are, music is essential mm-hmm. to everyone's life. Mm-hmm. So whether it is singing in the shower or teaching yourself an instrument in the absence of having access to lessons, mm-hmm. um, do it. And, and, and don't let doubt stop you. Mm-hmm. Um, also, listen to yourself. I think that a lot of young musicians and artists um, of my generation and younger are really struggling to take care of themselves in an industry and a culture that's mm-hmm. very intense and yeah. um, often toxic. So listen to yourself and be gentle with yourself and just keep doing it because ultimately music is fun and music is, is you know, at a soul level but also scientifically proven to be healing yeah. and essential. 100%. Well, thank you so much uh, for answering our questions and being here today. You. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for everything you do. Thank you. Up next is Razor Braids, a wonderful group of ladies whose bright red outfits match their bright personalities. Hi, guys. So I'm here with Razor Braids. So excited to have you guys. Um, I just wanted to ask, did you guys grow, grow up, have a lot of music education in schools or in life? And how do you think that affected your music and learning in general? Oh, man. Um, I really was very fortunate to grow up... Um, I, uh, so I'm from Tennessee, so I grew, I was born in Nashville and then moved to Knoxville. Super fortunate to kind of come up in um, a really, uh, oh my gosh, sorry. Yeah, totally <laughs> um, Just a really great uh, choir program. I did try to play clarinet for two weeks. I feel like we have this in common, yes. something similar. And I broke both of my reeds and quit, but I did start with choir. I had amazing teachers. I went on to high school like to train classically, like solo voice lessons. I did madrigals. I oh, did madrigals. Did you really? I really did. Oh my God. I also was in madrigals. Oh my God. Yes. That's yes. the weirdest yes. thing in the world. So weird, but like, don't worry about changed it. Changed my life. <laughs> like honestly, though. And then I was in a barbershop quartet. And iconic. Like, iconic. I never get to talk about this woman. So I never get to talk about this woman. So let me say this. I had the greatest music teacher of all time in high school. Her name's Jenny Herrick. We have the same birthday. Shout out. She believed in me more than any other teacher. She had to leave my senior year due to personal reasons. Broke my heart because I loved her so much. But she was kind of the first person that ever really, like, believed in me in such a way that was like, you can do what you want to do. And, I mean, I think about programs now, schools now that don't, don't have music and that's not like a priority and it breaks my heart because there are some you know people learn differently than others like people have interests that are mm-hmm. different and there are really special people and really special teachers that like connect with students yeah. and give them a reason to like yeah. go, go. And, and and do the thing yeah, do exactly. the heart yeah. yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. I grew up in choirs, too. I was really lucky. Choir but. girls, all of yeah, us. Yeah, choir. I was, was in an acapella group. I was in an acapella group in college and high school. And then also, um, I was the worst violinist in first grade. <laughs> Truly the worst. <laughs> but I gave it my all. And then I was also fourth flute out of five flutes in middle school band. But you weren't fifth. But it was cool. <laughs> I mean, like, it was a big part of growing up it was like my favorite things to do in school it was the way I met like my closest friends growing up Mm -hmm. and now so yeah music education was really important to me awesome thank god we had it I was in guitar club in third grade (laughs) and I was like we we only played acoustic guitars and we only played like g chords d Mm -hmm. chords like that kind of stuff but we would perform an ensemble in front of everyone and it was like my first exposure to like playing guitar in front of people and uh i think it was very wait didn't you dress up as paul mccartney one time i did dress up as paul mccartney I when i was love for that. career day oh, yeah. <laughs> you said this is gonna want, be what i'm doing you I wanted to be the same job you want exactly and i you had a bowl up. cut oh yeah. you went all it That's was great. <laughs> Did you get the white suit and everything? Um, I, think, I don't think I was wearing a suit. No I don't suit. think I had a suit. No, it was casual. It was a DIY costume. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Paul McCartney on his day off. I borrowed my uncle's, gu- my uncle's acoustic guitar that was missing like three strings. So, yeah. It's the thought that That's counts. That's so fucking punk. That's so rock and roll. <laughs> I'm a rock and roll girl. You're a rock and roll girl. I love that. What about you, Sid? What about you? Um... Yeah, I've had like so many amazing music teachers. I like I started off playing guitar. I play drums now, but um, I just remember like Wild Thing was like the first song that we learned, <laughs> and like we like worked on that song. It's like three chords. We worked on that song for like the whole year, and then we had like a reception, and like I tried to like like make it even rockier with like a like strumming pattern, you know, like because I was into Nirvana at the time, so I was like trying to like you know you put Nirvana your own spin it on up, it. and like my teacher was like, I get what you're trying to do, but like don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's why I'm a drummer now. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I don't want to take up any of your time. We but took your question and we ran with it. So I, Fifteen minutes. We just like I told you that. all about our childhoods. You know, that's what we want to hear. My childhood trauma. My childhood trauma in an essay. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, But thank you guys so much. Do you have any teachers you want to shout out? Oh. Miss Harris. Miss Crawford. Um, Miss Harris, Miss Crawford. Miss Tobison. uh, Mr. Romano. Mario, my first guitar teacher. Who do you have? My, My first guitar teacher when I took guitar for a few years. Rachel Calhoun was the first vocal teacher that heard me and what I wanted to do and helped me like achieve the goals that I actually wanted to do. Sick. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you. We're getting thank you. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recalling names I haven't recalled in a long time. <laughs>